bij Burger King gebeuren spannende dingen. Wat dacht je van een classic cheeseburger, chicken nugget burger of sundae voor maar 1 euro per stuk? En dat is nog niet alles. Alle King deals zijn maar 1 euro. Haal ze nu alleen bij Burger King. So, podcast is upon us again, all three of us together in the room. Guy, David and Richard. Hello. We Good have, afternoon. We have a lot to talk about this week. Uh, you just dropped a little bit of a bombshell onto our website um, on devonlive.com. Uh, the story's just gone up, David, I believe. Well, yes. Uh, we went up to Playmore today for our for the usual weekly press conference, hoping and expecting, I think, uh, news that um, United would be signing at least one or hopefully two players yeah. before Certainly to date. Certainly that's what Kevin was saying earlier on in the week. That's yeah. right, that he was confident. And um, uh, United will, will not be making any signings. Uh, so, so he, he said that quite categorically he at said the conference? That ca- he said that categorically and repeatedly under questioning. We asked him to, um, uh, to sort of comment or explain, and he declined and uh, repeated... Uh, I think I've got the exact line here. Uh, we won't be signing any players. Um, now, uh, this is at obviously at odds with yeah. all the recent statements coming out of the club. Um, Kevin Nicholson had, had admitted after the home defeat by Geisley, I think it was at the start of the month, that he fully expected a phone call the following Sunday, the next yeah. day, announced it from his sacking. That didn't come. And he actually said that... Um, uh, uh, the new owners, Gaming International, had come up with some more money and, I think, given me some tools. I think to go yeah. and strengthen the squad, for which he said he was very grateful. Mm-hmm. Um, Jeff Harrop, the general manager, has uh, said that they were looking for it. Was it an impact striker? Impact yeah. player. Yeah. Um, well, we, we spoke about it on last week's podcast. We have, podcast, yeah. We? And um, uh, Kevin Nicholson said earlier this week that he, uh, I think, you know. Oh, back Conf- page confident, had the word confident. Confident, confident that, yeah. that, that uh, new players. So either something has changed in yeah. terms of the money available, which seems a little bit hard to imagine at this particular stage of the game, or uh, the only other explanation I can think is that that um, you know some deals which Kevin had been working on have fallen through at no, the last no minute. Time left. But then, well, no time the, left. there are another few days left, aren't there? No, no, no. no, 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 no it's today. That's it. it's yeah, today. It's today. Yeah, it's today. Yeah. Um, there's been some confusion about which Thursday no, in March. I was March. confused. Yeah. Yeah, I know, and yeah. I, I as well. Uh, and funny enough, one or two other clubs uh, um, um, are that they thought it was... Traditionally, uh, it's the, quotes last Thursday in March. Yeah. In fact, it's the fourth Thursday in March, and because uh, uh, March the 2nd was a Thursday... Yeah. Uh, today technically we we, we checked on up on that recently and and it's today at tea time um, five five o'clock five thirty I'm not quite sure but by the time people hear this it will already have passed but it's quite a a jolt really Uh, whichever uh, it is whether it's the lack of funds or whether it's the deals fallen through that's a serious blow for the manager isn't it well it is yeah Yeah. I mean mean, you know I find it hard to understand to, to, to think that the situation at the club would have changed in the last forty-eight hours. Mm. You, you don't suddenly, uh, you know, and, and, and you know, Kevin's comment earlier this week that he was confident that he would be signing yeah. uh, one or two players. You know, would indicate that uh, those funds were still were still available. Um, uh, so, on the back of what was all what was a pretty stunning night at Playmore on Tuesday, yeah. the three-two home defeat by Eastleigh. For which I'm still angry about not not at oh, anybody else, but I'm angry with myself. 
because I think, uh, well, I turned up on Tuesday night thinking, yeah, they'll get a result tonight. Yeah. You know, I don't know how you felt, oh, and I think quite a bit. And I'm angry with myself for having thought that. <laughs> I should have turned up as usual thinking, no, no, we've got a right job on tonight. And well, um, it, it was interesting because in the immediate aftermath of that game, there were a lot of people taking to Twitter as it, I mean, if it's good enough for the President of the United States of America, <laughs> it's good enough for Talking United fans. But there's a lot of people venting a lot of anger on Twitter. And a couple of people said, I suppose the podcast will come out this week and they'll say what a brave performance that was. Oh, uh, they no, absolutely not. They did words, didn't they? They did, and, and fair play to them as well. But I wouldn't call that a brave performance. No. I thought the players let the manager down. It's like it's like the old joke, isn't it? But they, they it was a poor, poor team performance well, Tuesday. Well, when you, when you look back on the last few weeks, how many more ways are United going to come up with to lose a football match? Yeah. They've lost to uh, a, a team with a right back in goal. Uh, they've lost from a situation of being ahead against ten men. Yeah. Uh, and they've now lost last Tuesday night when the opposition had to play into weather, which uh, we didn't enjoy sitting in the stand under, let alone um, uh, playing out on the pitch with. And I don't know about you, but at one all, when Luke Young's corner. Yeah. Well, let's give him a little bit more credit than to put it all down to the wind. Uh, uh, blew into the goal for one all. It's what we've come to refer to as a Nathan Craig corner. That, that, oh, yeah. yeah, well done. <laughs> um, uh, you know, I, I, I couldn't help looking down and saying, well, there's only one winner here. Uh, yeah. uh, mainly because Eastleigh would have trouble kicking the ball out of their own half. Well, the goalkeeper, noticeably, the um, goalkeeper couldn't get his kicks as far as the circle. There you go. It wasn't even so, halfway. Uh, uh, and United still found a way of losing that match yeah. as well. And um, it's... It's it, there's no way. I mean, I don't think we actually described the the Geisley and Sutton defeats in any more generous terms than they actually were. Uh, well, I, we I, do. I mean, I'm, I'm. But still, anyway, that, that, we like to put a bit of fun into the podcast. We oh, like yeah, to put yeah. a bit of a, a, I don't think, a positive I don't think, face. I don't think on we've it. used the word brave with about any no, of those performances. No, there was nothing so, brave heart about Tuesday. No, there wasn't. There wasn't. And and. And, and another thing that, that, that strikes you when you think about these things after the game is that the, the, the player who I again thought was our best player on Tuesday night, which is Jared Hodgkiss, has gone back to Kidderminster, yeah, yeah. Uh, who are trying to win promotion from the division below. Um, so Gallifrey uh, at right back then? Is that, uh, that looks how like we're it. End yeah. The yeah. Well, we're, we're, Gallifrey looks like going to right back. He's got Gallifrey or Jordan Lee at the moment. Yeah. Courtney Richards, I understand from Kevin Nicholson, won't be back. He's had a slight setback in training. Not not the knee. It was a muscular issue. Yeah. Trying to push it last weekend to get back quicker. He won't play at Wrexham this Saturday or at Solihull Moors in the rearranged game on Tuesday night. But he may be back for Chester yeah. at home. So here we are, eight games to go. Um, United these, are. These are the players that we have to finish the season. With. That's right. So the, the the team that you saw out there on Tuesday. I'm sorry if I sound if I'm ranting, but it, <laughs> they're still you know Tuesday is still uh, burning a little bit. Yeah. The team that played on Tuesday is the team that is going to have to keep us in, in the this national division. league. That's right. Can they do that? Um, let's go. You know, let, let's air that one. I bit. I've spoken to many people over the last couple I wasn't at the game because I was in a sick bed but I've spoken to you know there were times on Tuesday (laughs) night when an outbreak of toothache would have been preferable to watching that game Um, if if Richard is lisping slightly it's because he's still getting over losing a fairly large tooth on uh, on Tuesday I I spoke to a couple of people who after that result have said they're down it's over it's over yeah and these are people who don't want to say that don't want to say that are big fans yeah no um, you know, I, I'm not convinced that that squad 
can get us out of the bottom four. No, the I'm only really thing that for me is that um, in this division at the moment, I would not put uh, a bag of crisps on any particular result uh, either way. And, and we know how much you like a bag of crisps. Absolutely. Um, uh, when you Corn can get, cocktail, when you can get, when you can get Boreham yeah. Wood in the middle of the table with nothing to play for. Beating Lincoln yeah. with everything to play for, two nil. Ruined my accumulator um, as well. But, um, yeah. uh, and and you know, all of a sudden, Lincoln, the greatest thing since sliced bread, mm. uh, look as if they might miss out on automatic promotion. Mm. Forest Green are now top. Uh, Tranmere um, are still going. Tranmere, well, Tranmere have, have, have uh, thumped North Ferriby, thank goodness, on uh, on Tuesday night. Uh, from our point of view, I mean, yeah. um, uh, and you know. Who knows? Lincoln have got games in hand, and many, many friends at Sinsel Bank. And personally speaking, I hope they go up. But um, you wouldn't have your mortgage on that. No. Um, uh, and uh, who, who knows? I, I think Southport and North Ferriby are probably gone, uh, and with no ill will directed in their direction. I think it's two from five now, uh, maybe six if you pull Sutton into yeah. it. Um, York, you have to fancy them to keep going, don't you? They, they're on a roll. Uh, they were three-one down at home to Southport on Tuesday night, but won five-three. Um, uh, Maidstone, well, because uh, well, uh, Maidstone were the team that we identified, sorry, you identified last week as the team that's going to be on the bubble with Torquay. Yes, yes. There's a huge game this weekend <clears throat> between Woking and Maidstone at Woking. Uh, Woking, of course, hauled themselves out of the bottom four by winning at Braintree on Tuesday which night, put back in which put Torquay back in it. Uh, how Woking must have felt when they came off the pitch at Braintree. They must have been happy enough that they had won 3-1, but then to walk in the dressing room and see that you're not, Torquay had lost 3-2, that must yeah. have, you know, uh, they'd have been entitled to an extra beer on the way home for that. Um, but Woking v Maidstone on Saturday is a huge, huge match. Yeah. Uh, I think the situation at the moment is Torquay have got eight games to go. Um, and I think they've got to win at least three of them and maybe four out of the eight yeah. to stay up. Uh, Kevin Nicholson was saying today, and he may not be, he, he may be right, that 50 points you know, w could well keep you yeah. up. Uh, United have got 39 at the moment, so uh, they're going to have to win. They're going to have to win four yeah. to, out of eight to stay up. Or three and draw a couple. Mm. Um, now we were all hoping, of course, that it might uh, uh, be done before North Ferriby come to play more on the last day of the season. But that's it, looking a bigger, it's not, bigger though, game. It? But yeah. it, it's yeah. having a horrible. Yeah. We're, we, we, we've, you know, those of us and all of us around this table have been supporting and watching Torquay for donkey's years, and there are many, many more people out there who've been doing it longer than us. Um, and we've had enough of these last days. I'm not sure we can handle no. too much more of this. And uh, um, but so if if you're Kevin Nicholson, what do you do now? You do first start. Here's here's one thing that people have been talking about. Do you recall Ben Gehring from his loan? Do you bring another player back into the squad? Uh, I would think he's having to think about yeah. Ben Gehring uh, coming back. U United weren't impressive at centre back on ben, on, on Tuesday. Yeah. Uh, no, he's okay now. Right now yeah, he's he's at. Do you um, need all hands on deck. Don't you you would have thought so. Yeah. The only other player out on loan is Charlie Duke, and with all due respect to him, he's a young lad who who's probably yeah. uh, can't help in this situation. Um, uh, I think I think that's a 28 day with Ben Gehring. I'm not quite sure. I think he may have to 
Not, I'm not sure. I'll have to check on that, whether there's a period of time before which you can't yeah. recall him. Um, uh, Courtney Richards back by another 10 days. Yeah. Uh, the obvious big question this Saturday is, does he put Rory Keating in to start up front for his, for his first start at Wrexham on Saturday? Uh, you've got Sean Harrod, ex-Wrexham player, going back to his yeah. old club. Brett Williams... Brett, Brett Williams, by his standards, uh, didn't have a great game on Tuesday. Well, Sean Harrod scored. Yeah. Particularly as they roughed up the centre-back to the extent where he had to change his shirt four times <laughs> and <laughs> finished the game with two big plugs of cotton wool up his nose. Yeah. Um, but they still didn't really work him, did they? No, not, not, not enough. No. Um, I mean, the incredible thing on Tuesday night was it finished up, there was five goals, it finished up 3-2. Eastleigh, when we looked down at the team sheet, didn't we, before the yeah. game, James Constable and Matt Tubbs up front. And you think back to those many times in the past when, for different clubs, Messrs Constable and Stubbs had hurt yeah. us. You'd hardly have known either was no, were wouldn't. out yeah. there. And yet, they've still managed to score three times against us. And United strikers, I don't think Sean Harrod and Brett Williams even themselves would claim that they had games, games to remember. What a even though Harrod scored a, scored a pretty good goal. Strange business around Harrod's goal as well, wasn't it? Because Reed and Keating were on the touchline, yep, ready, ready to come, to come on. on. The fourth official had, had tapped the numbers into the board already, at which point uh, Rowe Turner, nice neat little cross by the way, found yeah. Harrod, good turn, good shot, equaliser. At which point Reed and Keating immediately sit back down again. Yeah, yeah. Um, obviously, loads of people different views on right. Do you leave Harrod on in those circumstances? Yeah. He's just scored. Let him carry on. As it happened a few minutes later, off came Williams yeah. and Harrod, and on went Reed and Keating. Um, uh, I, I think that big, was big, in the circumstances. I think that was the right thing to do. Yeah, it didn't pay off in the end. No, but no. Uh, given uh, what had happened in the 65, 70 minutes up until then, there you are. Yeah, that was um, the right thing to do. Um, so, does Nicholson? Throw Keating in now. Yes, I, uh, well I, vote, yeah, I don't think there's anything to lose now. No, um, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't, and not because yeah. I think that you know Harrod and Williams are you know I, all I singing, would, all dancing. I, I, yeah. I, I would still leave them up front to start, and Keating coming on with 20, 30 minutes to go if you if you need him. Why not um, the other way around? Why not Keating to start and Williams or, or um, Harrod? Har uh, I don't think. I, 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 I think Williams. I think Williams could potentially can have an impact. I don't think Sean Harrod can have an impact. Sean Harrod is a starting striker, or yeah. he isn't, or he isn't at all. He's he's an experienced player. Uh, um, he, he's not an impact player. He but can he he can get stuck into a game, uh, um, work a centre half. Uh, you know, try and hold the ball up, make you know, etc., 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 etc. I'm not trying to say that he can run people ragged or anything like that. I think we all know he can't. But get him into the game, yeah. make him work with the, the, their defenders, and then send. And I'm not saying that situation won't change in a game or two. But just now, and considering it's Wrexham away on Saturday against against the club that he that he left to come here. I think I would just be yeah. on the thing. I know it's a difficult, it's a difficult one, Isn't and I absolutely well, accept I, I, your instinct in, in last going the other way. Last week, I agreed with you wholeheartedly that that was the right thing to do. But having seen how ineffective we were up front for the first 50, 55 minutes of the game on Tuesday, I don't think there's anything to lose by throwing Rory Keating in. No, I, I, I do think also uh, that you have to bear in mind that you know, strikers, wingers, they do rely to a certain extent on service. Mm. And I thought they got precious little on Tuesday night. 
Um, uh, Dan Sparks, every single time he gets the ball, he looks like being able to deliver a cross that, that, that uh, uh, can create a chance. Uh, whether we get on the end of it or not is another yeah. matter. But he's obviously still the best route to goal. Uh, I thought United were very disappointing in midfield on, on, on Tuesday night. It comes to something when uh, somebody like Sean McGinty is the one who's having to knock the ball up to the strikers yeah. because we're passing the ball sideways all the time in midfield. Uh, and uh, um, you know, people have got to be braver on the ball and take take some yeah, risks. Yeah, and yeah. and and uh, you know, uh, this is you can't be afraid in these circumstances. No. You 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 have got to risk stuff. You've got to if it, if you you've got to back things up. You yeah. know, if you if you if it happens to break down, uh, people are going to make mistakes. All right, nobody's going to slaughter you for that. Um, uh, but uh, no, it was it was. Uh, it, I think you know. <laughs> United have lost so many games this season in such weird, yeah. you know, head-shaking circumstances that, that you just think, you just you know, on Tuesday night, every single time they, every single time, the twice they equalised on Tuesday night, and each time you thought, right, come on now, let's, yeah. you know, there's no way you can lose in these circumstances. Yeah. And, what, the first goal, Luke Young's equaliser, Wrexham back in front within five minutes? Oh, it was, it was and the second on one, at two all, they're back within oh, a minute, two? A minute, minute and a half, yeah. I reckon. It was, oh, it was a hell of a, yeah, yeah. a hell of a strike by, 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 by Sam Matthews. But again, United didn't clear no. um, uh, the ball when they had a chance to. Um, so we've got two difficult away games yeah. coming up. I mean, Wrexham is, is a given as a tough away game. Solihull Moors are a team that nobody had heard of a couple of years ago. No. That's going to be a tough game. Yes, there, it, it? absolutely it is. I and mean, we've got I to mean, come we've, back with something from oh, those two games. You're telling me. Yeah. It is not an option to, for United to lose the next two matches and have a realistic chance of staying up. Yeah. I, I, I'm holding on, I'm clinging on to the hope that other results will keep on surprising us. Yeah. Therefore, that may well keep United in with the chance of staying up. And we all, we're all of us looking down a, a long, dark tunnel yeah. um, uh, if this goes wrong. Um, I, uh, apologies if we sound a bit louder than usual, but this is an anxious and angry podcast this week, <laughs> isn't it? We're, well, um, it's, you know, Tuesday night, you, you went in on Tuesday night, Eastleigh have just had a couple of results which had more or less sorted them for the season. They've had a disappointing year as well. They, you know, haven't really, you know, made a good fist of going for a promotion no. despite a big budget. Uh, the manager had talked about maybe looking at one or two options for next year. Blah 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 blah. Just as Dean Keats at Wrexham is. Well, I'm sorry, I don't go along with that. Right now, United have got to produce some some big yeah. big performances. Um, and on Tuesday night they. They, they didn't. didn't. It was a small performance. Mm. It was. It was. It was very, very poor. Um, another story that's been making the headlines uh, today. Our colleagues down in Cornwall uh, have a story which has raised the prospect of a ground share between Torquay and Truro again. Can you shed any light on that? Uh, I, I, the only light I can shed on it is that uh, I spoke to Jeff Harrop, the general manager, this afternoon, and he said they've had no approaches from Eastleigh whatsoever uh, from Eastleigh, Truro. from Truro yeah. uh, um, regarding. Uh, the taking up of a ground share option for next year. Um, and the story has come about because the, the development plan that would have put Truro into a new stadium appears to have hit the rocks a bit. Well, and Truro and, and I don't think any out. of us three around the table yeah. are in the least surprised to hear that. I think the developer in charge of the project has described it basically as not viable. Correct. Yes. Um, now, um, what was the stadium going to hold? Too many. Three, four thousand. How many like do that? they get every week? 
650. Oh, no, 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 no. 350, 400. Not running them down in any way. No, 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 no. fans are listening, this, this we're not having a go at your club. No, 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 that. absolutely. And, and even and Peter Masters, the chairman, who, of course, has played quite a yeah. role in events at Playmore over the last six, six eight months, uh, even he said <laughs> in his statement to BBC yeah. Radio Cornwall that asking his fans to make the 170-mile yeah. round trip to Playmore and back for home games... Uh, was was a bit much. Won't go down well. No, uh, and he did say a very interesting comment right at the end of the interview, uh, basically looking ahead to one or two decisions which presumably involve the local council down there and developers. Um, he said, I think something along the lines of some big decisions have to be taken in the near future, and if those decisions aren't in favour of Truro City, there might not be a Truro City yeah. next season. Now, that's quite a line to be throwing in at the that's end. It's a bit different from Truro City ground-sharing at Playmore. Yes, it? it is. Because um, they're, they're struggling in the league at the moment as well, aren't they? They're down towards the, yeah, they uh, the are. tail end, they, They've been they? slipping a little bit too close to the yeah. relegation zone. So, uh, you know, good luck to them, uh, uh, I find it hard to see them at Playmore next season, personally, but um, uh, uh, we, we, we'll see. Would it, anything surprise us, though, David, in this, oh, uh, dear, dear. In this uh, current... No. Climate. climate uh, after the, work, the yeah. last... I mean, as things stand, I mean, obviously, we're not here to defend one side or another, um, you know, and there's an awful... No, there are a few bullets being fired in the direction of Gaming International at the moment. Mm. Now, uh, whatever you say yay or nay about them they've only been in charge of the club for three months um, you know uh, they'd have to have had a magic wand to have come yeah. in and make, made everything alright um, and they were uh, uh, you know they. I know personally that they've been doing quite a lot of work behind the scenes to try and stabilise the thing the club has been losing money so they've had to deal with that situation and they took a club over that was perilously close to going into administration yeah. before they arrived but could, um, could they have done more to help the manager get over this particular Well, uh, uh, a fortnight, three weeks ago, Kevin Nicholson came out and said and expressed his gratitude for the fact that A, they didn't sack him, and B, I think his words were, they've given me the tools to go out and make some new yeah. signings. Now, if that was true then, and it's not, you know, and, and today's announcement, it makes it quite hard to sort of stack the two up, doesn't it? And I have a funny feeling that um, uh, in the wake of today's remarks yeah. that I wonder whether there might be some more on the way in the next day or two because um, especially if uh, the club, if you want to call it that, yeah. uh, Gaming International, end up getting uh, a fair bit of stick uh, as a result of it. Flying, yeah. yeah, sure. Yeah. And, and, and these are only because people are so passionately uh, yeah. uh, interested and worried about the club's future. And we are um, at the sharp end here, aren't we? Like we were saying, we can't stress the importance of these two away games enough. Well, uh, you, you have to come back. How many points can we could we get away with coming back with two points from those two? Do we need three? Do we need I think four? We need four from those two, don't we? You, 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 you just can't don't come no, back you just with don't, no points. You just, oh no, yeah. I agree with that. Yeah. That, that, that. That is asking for trouble. If if United lose these next two away games, you're pretty certain that York are going to pick up some points. They're at Dagenham, by the way, on Saturday, so that's tough. Yeah. Um, Woking against Maidstone, very difficult as well. Uh, who's the other? Sutton, I think, are away to Tranmere this week, so that's tough. Yeah. Um, but, you know, who's to say that, 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 that you know, yeah. some of these results won't surprise us? But it, but it basically, you know, I mean, we keep looking at the home fixtures. 
you've got Chester at home, Braintree at home, North Ferriby at home on the last day of the season. This is just the three home games left now. That's right, and yeah. five away. Um, now, personally speaking, <laughs> you look at our recent home record, we've, got, we've had Sutton, Guiseley, Eastley, um, uh, you know, a whole yeah. series of really poor home performances and results where the players have looked as if they can't handle the, the pressures of, of, of playing a home yeah. game. And They've actually st- won at Southport, yeah. although it took them until stoppage time to, mm. to, to do it up there. So maybe they're actually better off away from home where they can stop worrying about whatever ridiculous expectations yeah. or pressures there are. Personally speaking, any footballer that, that prefers playing away from home than at home needs, needs serious help. You know, uh, the play- I thought, by the way, Tuesday night, hats off to the crowd on Tuesday night. It was a horrible evening, 1,500 people there. Yeah. And they, I thought they were amazingly yeah. supportive throughout most of the game. And I didn't actually even hear at the final whistle whether people were so punch drunk with it all that they just turned away and went home. I didn't hear an awful no. lot of booing at, at the final whistle, not like there had been against Geisley no. and, and Sutton. I th- the fans were incredibly supportive on Tuesday night because United kept equalising. And it was almost... Uh, I. I, I you, 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 can't, you can't have this thing, oh, we can't play at home, we, oh, it's too much pressure, too much pressure. Although, funnily enough, in this long and nightmare season, uh, I, can't, I can just keep thinking back to the opening day at Macclesfield, where United, after a good pre-season, I know pre-seasons are pre-seasons and you should never hang a hat on them, but they went to Macclesfield with what we all thought was a half-decent team that Nicholson had built during the summer, they beat West Brom on the Monday night and things looked okay, you know, reasonably all right. Yeah. They went to Macclesfield on that first day of the season and they did not turn up. They lost 2-0 at Macclesfield. Macclesfield didn't have to break sweat to beat no. them. And afterwards we were asking Kevin Nicholson about it and he passed on, the, the, accepted that it was a poor performance yeah. and said that one or two players had mentioned the word expectations. And I must say, I thought then, my goodness, we're talking National League football at Torquay United here. If you can't handle a few expectations on a day like this, yeah. you know, we're in for a long, we're in for a long season. And not, and, not um, much has got better since no, then. Not really. There have been odd little ups and rather yeah. too many troughs. Um, and, uh, you know, they, they have, they, it's, it's them now. They've got that 16, 18 players now. Yeah. And, and... You know, the whole thing is in their hands. There's nothing anybody else. This is the nature of football, isn't it? Yeah. People behind the scenes at United, loads of good people, good supporters, people who work hard behind the scenes. They can do what they like. And this always happens. In the end, this is football. Yeah. It's not a garden centre. And it's all in the hands of the manager and the players he puts out on the pitch and everything else follows on. So may, maybe maybe them. it is a time to pull up the drawbridge and, you know, these are the troops that we've got, this is heroes. it. Yeah, yeah, indeed. Somebody it's, has got to, yeah. to, to, to do something extraordinary that they haven't been doing up to now. Yeah. Now, whether we end up carrying Rory Keating round the town, you know, uh, um, at the end of the season and give him the freedom of the borough, or whether it's... Dan Sparks, or whether it's Sean Harrod, or whether it's Brett Williams, or whether it's, it's Jamie Reid, be it's got to be yeah. one of them, yeah. uh, because there's no one else no, that's going that's to do it. that's going to do this. Brendan Moore is going to have to 
pull off some. He's got to avoid injuries yeah. as well. Uh, no yeah, goalie. Th- th- yeah. There you are. Yeah. And and all of this has uh, um, you know got to happen. Yeah. And um, there's no one else can help them now. And, That's it. Um, it's up to them. This is it then. A huge week ahead. We won't see any football at Plainmore before we podcast again. But I think it's fair to say we will know a lot more about where the end of the season is By the is time going. we all sit around this By table the time we meet yeah, again. again next week. Thank you for your company. Uh, sorry if it's been a bit ranty this week, but that's just the way we're feeling. Uh, hopefully we'll be reflecting on a, some points in the bag by this time next week. Thanks for your company. This has been the Devon Live Herald Express Yellow Army podcast. And as ever, come on you yellows. <laughs>